I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, what's going on? How we doing? Tech issues, as you can tell, if you are joining us, we thank you. We sincerely, from the bottom of our heart, thank you because we are an hour and a half late. This is when the show should be finishing, and yet here we are, only just getting started, and it's going to be a long one. Nah, it won't, hopefully. It's going to be a cracker. Um, Bergs is not joining us in the coach's box this evening. Unfortunately, he has had uh, to miss the show for the first time in, I think, the show's history, um, but he did manage to do a quick pre-record around 7.30 and that's part of the reason why we are late. We do have a bunch on the show this evening. We're going to go through PPM. We're going to go through the team list twist. We've got Brad Smith and Ross Mann uh, also to talk some trades uh, and go through some buy, hold, sells for us as well. Of course, I'm joined in the coach's box by my faithful companion, Con. Hey, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm, uh, yeah, late as usual. Louis, how are you, buddy? Really getting into it, really getting uh, indoctrinated. Not too, bad, not too bad, not too bad. And of course, yeah, that's it, Louis. It's not Louis's fault that we're late. Still blame it on me. Nah, blame it on Bergs. Bugger it. He's not here. Stuff him. Uh, so, yeah, just hanging on him all night. He'll be in the comments, no doubt. Uh, he's having a bit of a rough one. Reg is under the weather and just, you know, power spewing everywhere like a champion because that's what he is. So... Yeah, our thoughts are with you and your floor cleaning, Burks. Um, hope everyone at home is all right. But we are here. We are going to talk super coach. So massive, massive weekend. Six people got the centuries. Did you own any of them, Connor? I owned Heinz. You owned Heinz? I did. Yeah. And David Fafia. Oh, yeah. You see, held yes. on a DFE. I'm a DFE as well. And that's it. Yeah. What are you doing with Heinz? You're hiding, holding Heinz? You're going to go yeah, to clearing? Why, why would you sell him? He's the second, well, he's averaging pretty much the highest in the game, so. Yeah, it does. It seems crazy too, but yeah, I mean, like long term, what do you think you're going to have, you, you think you're going to keep him long term at this point? To yeah, the proof otherwise? Yeah, I can't see why not. Until he gives me reason not to hold him, I'm holding. Beautiful. Alrighty. Well, like I said, we do have heaps to talk about, so let's jump straight into the first thing, which is the PPM roundup uh, from Brad Smith. Um, 
it puts these together for us every week as usual you can always find the article on supercoach360.com uh so yeah let's uh head over to ross smith uh sorry ross smith brad smith Evening, super coaches, and I hope teamless Tuesday around six coming up has been kind to you. I hope you saw lots of green arrows this last week and you got the, the right captain, which my team, Hopper's Finger, did not. Oh, it was a disaster, but I'm getting used to that this year. Brought in a player and he gets injured within the first 10 minutes. Get the wrong captain. Um, it's just one of those years at the moment for old Hopper. But anyway, we'll bounce back. We'll um, maybe I'll even take some of my own advice. You know, I haven't picked one of the players I keep suggesting up, and I probably should because a lot of them are going pretty good. Um, Say so good day to Henry over my shoulder here. He's watching in. He's a uh, apprentice. Um, just having a look at how I do things here this week. All right, now this week I'm just going to mention. Um, uh, some backs to you. I'm just, we're just going to have a look at a couple of mid-price backs. Um, now, the reason for this, everybody's talking about the forwards this week, and I'm you guys on the pod, no doubt, will have uh, discussed a lot of options about Haas or no Haas and uh, what to do there and what to do around the hooking option. Um, so, uh, personally, my team needs to look at a couple of mid-price or at least one mid-priced uh, back. Um, why mid-price backs are important uh, is because they're a great stepping stone. Um, for instance, last year, um, I brought in uh, Herodi from the Sharks, which um, I remember mentioning it on the pod here to uh, to you boys, and, and Con had a good old laugh at me and said it was ridiculous. But he, he got about 200000 I think, he got before I sold him off. And um, I was able to step up to Garrick from there, which is very nice. Thank you very much. Um, and I never would have been able to do it unless you 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 get onto those mid prices. Um, so you go from a cheapie, hopefully up into a mid price, and then up into a uh, uh, step it up into one of your elite your elite players that I'd really love to have. Of course, uh, uh, Manu. Everybody would love to have Manu in their team, but I, I just don't have the money for it. Um, and I reckon a lot of you lot out there don't have money for that either. Um, and, of course, any of the Cronulla backline. The Cronulla backline, it's got to be one of the most expensive backlines, supercoach-wise and supercoach history. Um, I don't think there's one uh, – I think there's only one in the five in the backline that that is worth um, underneath 600000 Uh They're just crazy. You know, I, I'd, I'd love any of them. Um, but just a fraction outside my price bracket, and I've really got my eyes on Jesse Ramey, and I reckon he's a um, one that you probably want to finish the year with, uh, and he's one I'm definitely in my my dream team. Um, okay, let's have a look at a couple, and you're probably going to laugh at me a bit here because they they're a bit odd, but um, there's reasons why I think that they're worth looking at. Okay, the first one we're going to look at here is uh, one, Jesse Arthurs. Now, Jesse Arthurs has a BE this week of negative 31. I don't have to tell you too much here that that's going to make you a lot of cash if you jump on him um, and he gets a half-decent score. He's 425K, so just 
just above 400,000. Um, set to make around 60,000 this week. Um, he's got a three-round average of 65, and I'll tell you what, there ain't too many uh, in the centre wing position with a three-round average that is better than that. All right? So he, he's, he's actually quite up there. Um, his PPM is just a fraction over one, um, so he's, he's sailing along at uh, quite a good rate at the moment. Um, and I think we could do a lot worse um, than to get a Jesse Arthurs in, uh, hold on to him for about four weeks and then flick him off for one of your more elite centre three-quarters that you'll be looking for um, going forward. The other one, which we're going to look at, is, uh, like, I've never had much time for him, but there he is, Corey Oates. Um, if you'd asked me at the beginning of the year what I have spoken about or even considered Corey Oates, I would have said you're crazy because, you know, he's never been one that's really popped up on my radar. However, um, with a three-round average of around 50, um, he's got a BE this week of four. He costs you 390000 Uh It's not going to be too long. He'll be in the mid-500s, you would think. The draw it has its ups and downs. However, um, he, Reynolds does seem to like going out to that side at the moment. You know, we know that it's not um, uh, Stags' side, and he, uh, Brisbane should be using Stags' and Cobo's side a lot more. However, I think um, Reynolds has got a little bit of a love affair going on, particularly with a lot of his kicks uh, uh, going down uh, Oates' side, and, and Oates is well aware of it too, and there's been a lot of set plays that have um, been popping up down there. So with a BE of four, set to make around 35000 this week, um, his PPM isn't the most magic. I think it's around about 0.6 over the last three weeks. Uh, when I had a look at it, but, um, you know, he, he certainly is one at that price if you were looking to, um, if you've got a few problems there with a few of your elite uh, uh, centres or if you've got an elite centre there that you've got to sell off like I do, um, he might be a good one to downgrade to. He's going to make you a bit of cash, uh, picks up a hole elsewhere, um, and in my case it's going to allow me to get Grant in this week. Um and uh, then bank the cash in a few weeks' time, three or four weeks' time, and look to go elsewhere. Um, all right, well, that's about it, folks. Thank you very much for popping in. Um, I hope every, I hope Juzzy, you're feeling a, a lot better there, and uh, you're over all, all the, the sickness and parts of Sydney down there. The boys in Penrith are all starting to dry out. Um, until next week, let's hope the referees uh, stay out of the game a little bit and let it flow. Maybe they should watch the women referees playing, I mean, the refereeing the women's grand final. It was certainly a great game there, good win to the Roosters, um, and they could learn an awful lot from uh, watching how those games are officiated a lot better than some of the men's games have been. But that's not that's not nothing to do with Supercoach, really, so... Um, Till next week, I hope you all see some green arrows and have fun. Alrighty, and we're back. Thank you very much to Brad Smith for that. Um, We've got a lot to get through. Like I said, we had to do a few pre-records at the start, so uh, I'll... 
move through them all pretty quickly. Colin, you got anything you want to add in from that? Um, yeah, no, not, not really. I'll talk a bit on one of the pre-chords later, but I don't know if I mentioned it. Corey Oates is a big no-no for me. Corey Oates, big no-no. Why is Corey Oates a big no-no, mate? No, well, like Brad said, he's averaged almost 50 in his last three games, and one of those three games had 102 in it. Yeah. So that means his other two games combined was under 50. Yeah. Pretty, okay. Fair enough. Um, Anything else in there, mate? No? No, no, that's about it. All right, well, moving on with the goodness then. Uh, of course, we've got the team lists. Uh, no massive changes this week, really. There's a few people in and out for a week or two here and there for suspensions, judiciary. Um, I don't Who has gotten... I don't think there's any word quite yet on who's going to pick up that wing spot uh, for the Warriors now that Montoya is out. Um, or have they named... Have they named Montoya on the wing? Might have to double check. But anyway, Ross, Ross Mann's got all the team list twists. Welcome to this week's edition of Welcome to this week's edition of Team List Twist Round Six. We are up to this week. Um, there's a few changes. To some of the teams, so we'll start off and we'll go to the Raiders and the Cowboys first. So for the Raiders, Xavier Savage has been promoted to the bench at expense of Matt Frawley. Matt Timoko has been named despite his injury last week, but obviously keep an eye out on the final sides for that one. For the Cowboys, Cullen Hess is back and starts with Ruben Cotter dropping back to the interchange bench, and Connolly Lemu. Comes on to the interchange bench with JTB and Griffin Neme dropping out of the side due to head knock. South versus Bulldogs. South. Obviously, the Troll Mitchell's out injured for around about eight weeks with Blake Tafe replacing him at fullback. Um, Hamel Sele replaces Blake Tafe on the interchange bench. For the Dogs, no changes for them. Panthers versus Bull Broncos. Panthers. No changes. Broncos, uh, Payne Haas is out for one week for his little off-field discretion with Albert Kelly. Missed one week and replaced by Corey Jensen with Reese Kennedy coming onto the interchange bench. Manly versus Titans. So for Manly, Morgan Harper is out with COVID, replaced by Pocale Koala. Um, and for the Titans, Brighton, Brian Kelly comes in replacing Corey Thompson, who drops out of the side with Philip Sammy moving to the wing. Now the other change is Sam Lissone replaces Kevin Proctor on the interchange band. The Storm versus Sharks. The Storm, Byron Wishart comes onto the bench for Alec McDonald. And for the Sharks, Aiden Tolman returns from COVID, replacing Roy Hunt on the interchange band. The Roosters versus Warriors. Takiyaho returns from injury, replacing Daniel Fafita on the interchange bench, and Sam Verrills plays first game of the season, replacing Drew Hutchinson in the starting side. And for the Warriors, Katawa replaces Jack Murchie on the interchange bench. Dragons versus Knights for the Dragons. Josh Maguire returns from suspension, replacing Aaron Woods on the interchange bench. Josh Kerr starts at the front row. George Burgess replaces Jackson Ford on the interchange bench. 
for the Knights. David Clemmer returns from injury, placing Jacob Safidi in the starting side, who drops back to the interchange bench. And AE Nightmare, Jaira Momorosia, is out injured. Um, and the other change is Edric Lee replaces the injured Dominic Young on the wing. And for Eels versus Tigers, the Eels, Boga Blake is out injured, replaced by Nakore with Will Penasini shifting to the wing. Organ Kafusi replaces the suspended Junior Paulo, who is out for one week. Sean Lane returns to the side, pushing Ryan Madison back to the interchange bench, and Bryce Cartwright drops to the reserves. Tigers, finally some changes after five losses in a row. Yeah, but you're cheering now, eh? Yeah, Dane Laurie returns from COVID with Stafford Toa shifting back to the wing. Justin Hastings returns from suspension with Jock Madden dropping back to the interchange bench. And Kevin Ken Malalo and Oliver Gildard have both been dropped with Luke Garner and James Roberts replacing them. And Tyrone Peachy and Jacob Little have also been dropped with Jake Higginson starting at the hooker position. So that's your changes for round six. So what are the big takeaways from there? For me, with the Titans, I noticed it means Greg Marju's kept his spot, yeah? Yeah, Marju's kept his spot over Corey Thompson. Um and obviously, Cooley getting named is good for those who are looking for that cheapy to bring in for this week. So he obviously won't make a ton of cash straight off the bat because his break-even was only minus seven because he had that first game where he came off the bench and played eight minutes. Um, so that obviously affected his break-even. But um, I guess the other one is obviously Payne Haas being out for a week. But, I mean, I've seen people trading him out, which I just think is absolutely crazy considering he's only out for one week. Um, for me, I'll just be playing the pocket kings, as I like to call it. So I'll just have Max King and Josh King playing in the front row for me. But, um, yeah, so that's it. Here's the changes. Nice, nice. What do you think of the team list, Con? Yeah, I'm not sure, really. No? I like getting excited about. Blake Taff, you're going to jump on me. He's one of the other big changes, which I see people oh, thinking about. No, I, I, it's an option, but... I've got my guns at full. I've got two gun fullbacks, and I don't want to sell Schneider or Elias. They're both going to make money. Also, Schneider will play round 13, which will be good for the buy coverage because most of the halves will be out for round 13. Yeah. All right. um, the only other thing I wanted to mention, too, is that there's been some mail coming through from Barry Tui up at Newcastle that there is some players in doubt with COVID for Newcastle, but we don't know who they are yet. All right, sweet as. I mean, there's a few changes that uh, Edric Lee's returning from Newcastle, isn't he, this week? Yeah. You're excited, yeah. Con? Yeah, just seeing the, you know, Newcastle side starting to come back up to full strength. Huh? Changes for the Tigers, Knights going out injured. I mean, I can't really complain about what my, my boys are doing. We're doing all right at the moment. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, Ross, for joining us for the team list. No problems at all. Don't forget to jump on the NRL 360 Supercoach website for all your information. Legend. All right. Thanks, Ross. Cheers. Cheers.
Yeah. Man. Jesus Christ. No, nah, it's all good. It, it takes a bit to get your head around. Anyway, thank you very much to Ross Man for the team list twists. Like I said, there isn't a great deal going on. There's a few suspensions, ins and outs. Dallin is obviously taking the wing spot over there at the Warriors. I'm personally not jumping on. Um... But we do have heaps more to talk about. Sorry if you couldn't understand Con in that last bit because of uh, we have had to hastily knock together the show tonight due to Zoom and pre-records, etc. Um, we didn't get a chance to listen to that one back. Con had to talk up a little bit. So he's opened this next one better. We are going to go to uh, Buy, Hold, Sell with uh, Ross Mann, or thanks to Ross Mann, but we grabbed Brad Smith and Burgos jumped in there as well. Um so, yeah, welcome to the show, Burks. Welcome to round six of Buy, Hold and Sell for this week. So, for the buyers, we have Kula at a price of $175,400. He's available in the centre or back. Played two games, he's scoring a four and a 59. Now, obviously, that four was from an eight minute stint off the bench. Got a break even of minus seven and protected price twenty nine point five. Next three games are Titans, Sharks, and South. Now, boys, are we bringing him in this week? Me personally, I am. Um, just mainly for a cash grab. I just got to figure out who I'm gonna who I'm gonna grab the cash off. Um, could be Hiku, um, but I'd still don't mind Hiku's base at thirty five forty odd. So. Um, we'll see where I go with it yet. Yeah, I, I'm thinking, uh, you know, I'm, I'm uncertain. It's not going to cost you too much if you don't bring him in this week because that four in his rolling average. Um, so I, th- I think it's only about a 20, 20K pickup this week. And next week, um, if he puts down another 60 points, I think he'll probably go up about 60 grand. So next week's going to be a big week. But uh, uh, as I've got to try to get Harry Grant in somehow, um, yeah, well, I'd say someone's got to make way in. So I can get a bit of extra cash and get Grant in. So he probably will make it in. With a 32 this week, he'll go up 30K. So if you jag a try or two, he'll make close to 60, 70K. Depends on his attacking stats, I guess. Obviously, it would have been more ideal if he was playing fullback, but I wouldn't be surprised, as we said before the game of year, that they might switch between him and Garrick at some stage during the game. Who knows? But... Yeah, look, I'm, I'm going to bring him in. I'm going to get rid of Andrew Fafida because I don't need another AE nightmare up there. So I'm going to move, get rid of him and move Momorosia up, who's going to be my uh, loop option now that he's out in, and bring up Targo into the back row and bring in Cooler through that way. Anyway. Okay, so next we have... What's that? That's nice. Yeah, next we have Blake Tate. Now, 210-400, halfback, fullback, uh, dual. Came on and played 66 minutes last week at fullback after Latrell went off with his hamstring injury, who's uh, obviously been really out for eight weeks, but I'm hearing it could be longer. Um, scored 39 points, so not too bad. Um, and obviously it's only his second game this week, so you can wait a week before jumping on him. But obviously if you're, you don't own Schneider and you're looking for a cheap halfback option or you're looking to downgrade Latrell, Obviously, that's a good option to go from Latrell to TAFE because that will free up a ton of cash to upgrade elsewhere. Um, he's got to be break even a four at the moment. He's actually going to Dogs, Tigers, and Manly. So, boys, is anyone jumping on him this week? I, I won't be jumping on personally because I have the two gun fullbacks and Schneider there is 
tugging along beautifully. So I don't see a reason to get him in at the moment. Hopefully something doesn't happen to any of them this week and they have to bring him in next week. But, yeah, he's a miss for me at the moment. Yeah. On the same, don't get me wrong, if if Schneider was an Ilias, say, because Ilias sort of isn't chugging along as nice as Schneider, I'd I'd definitely do the swap. But with having two gun fullbacks and Moses and – Schneider, I can't, I can't see a place for TAFE in my team. Yeah, no, he won't be coming into me either. I mean, I've got Schneider and I'm trying to make way for Cleary in about two to three weeks. So there's no point in bringing somebody just for, yeah, at that, that time. Um, Pappy and Teddy at the back, I'm not moving on either of them. So, yeah, yeah no, he, no room, unfortunately. That's not going to produce the trail numbers. No, he just doesn't have, he doesn't have the upside of obviously the trail's got, right? I guess the only other thing, too, is he's got the goal kicking, which is obviously a plus for him. Um, I just yeah, want to get you guys that, in. He's scoring tries at the moment. Yeah, I just want to get you guys input on this because I saw an alarming stat yesterday in the trading trade-out category that I think it's close to a 1,000 people have gone to Desco to like tag. Now, please tell me I'm the only one who thinks that that's absolutely freaking ludicrous. No, you're not. I, I can only... Go con. Matt, that's all I had. I can only see I can only see the only upside of that would be the cash for a Nath or someone like that, who which in saying that you can probably wait a week for Nath if you didn't bring him in last week against the dogs. He has a break he's got a break. hundred and twelve. Yeah, so he's definitely losing cash, so uh you know. It's one of those things. I, I just can't see I can't see the the theory in trading out a gun, unless it's unless you're trading out Latrell, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you never you never bought um, Tedesco in the first place to make money, so he was always just to yeah. sit there and just ride ride the train. I mean, if anybody's got an excuse to rage trade him, I do. I had him as friggin' captain. So, <laughs> so did I. Um, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so you know we should be rage trading it, but you don't. Yeah. There's no point in that. It's just you're right, ludicrous. Move on. His break even is 102, which you could put, put, you could easily smash that against the Warriors. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. 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 All right, we'll move on to the next guy that I've got, which is Mitchell Moses. Um, mate, he's been on fire lately. He put out 144 a couple of weeks ago against um, the Dragons. Um, he's averaging 83, 83.4 points, only 55,000 at halfback. Um and his break even of minus 25 and projected to rise 98.9k, which put him up to about the 750 mark. His next three games against Tigers, Knights, and Cowboys. Now, he is one that I'm looking at myself, but I just can't get myself to selling, you know, obviously not going to sell Munster, and I don't think I can sell Snyder, um, especially for the fact that Snyder also covers round 13 too, because I don't think it's too soon to be starting to look at buy coverage either. Um, anyone else got Moses or looking at Moses? I'm an what? owner. He's done. He's done me well, and it was the only only reason I bought him was because I looked at their draw, and the draw has just right opened up for him now. Like he scored points against a couple of teams I didn't think he was going to score points like that against. So mm. um, he's he's definitely took his game up a level a bit, Mitch. You know, uh, still got a low one in him, but got a thirty the other week. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm 
I don't I don't have him and but I wrote an article in the preseason, I don't know if you remember it, about the conundrum between Walker and, and Moses. Um, both of them had a pretty good draws and you know, I sort of went through the pluses and minuses of it all. And of course I went with Walker. Yeah. Shit, I wish I went Moses. <laughs> yeah, I had I had I had Mitchell preseason and swapped it to Walker. So yeah, yeah I'm the same as you, Brado. What about you, Connie? So I can I can see that's the only justified reason for trading out Teddy, I think, is to go to Moses and pop Pines yeah. down to fullback. Apart from that, I just can't the other, the, other thing, the, other is, the other option is, is if you've got the right tools of going Luke Keery to Moses as well as another option too. Yeah, I had to have him off a few weeks ago for Hines. You'd have to have some cash now for that play, but like, here yeah, I think it's there. about 230k difference between Kerry and, um, and Moses. Yeah, it's a big jump. Yeah. Crazy considering Moses started cheaper. Yeah. yeah. All right. Before I go on to the holes, does anyone have any other potential buys for this week at all that they think of? I do. I do. Um, with the dual position and open up, I'm really hard uh, looking at Tom Malolo yep. uh, for my front row. He's... Now, second row, he's sort of no good to you, but in the front row, he's very appealing yeah. as the fourth. I think he's the fourth highest uh, front row scorer. So, yeah, yeah, um, he is, yeah. And he's starting. There you go. He's, he, he's really appealing to me, and I, I just think it, this is sort of the time to pull the trigger on him. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if, if I upgrade King or if I'm going to have the money <laughs> to. Upgrade through Young Manning. I'm not sure yet, but I'll have to have a look at that. Yeah, that, that's one I was looking at too. Is um, Hanoi from the Cowboys because he's only he's up to 47k now. So it's only about a, it's only about a, I think it's about 80k upgrade to go from Manning to to Tom Malolo, and he's got the dual position now, which is perfect. Also, Tom Malolo will play round 13 too. That's another plus. Bar an injury, of course. Remember last year, everyone loaded up and he got hurt. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Brad? Uh, a couple of buys. Oh, well, yeah. mine's, um, mine's, mine's a bit out there, but I do this every now and again. Um, I remember last year I, I actually came up with, a, and I put it on the pod, uh, about a really weird buy, and that was Harati. And uh, Con laughed his ass off at me. He said, oh, no, you're a fucking idiot. And I went, well, I'm thinking of doing it. Well, Harati made me 240 grand in about four weeks, and I was able to get Garrick on top of that. So getting a mid-price centre is not such a bad move sometimes. And this week fits right into that. It's Jesse, Jesse Arthurs. Um, he's got a BE of negative 31. I reckon a lot of people have missed this one. Jesse Arthurs, BE of negative 31. Uh, he's just over 400 grand, set to make at least 60K, if not more, this week. Three-round average of 65. Scored three tries in his last two games. Yeah, but it's that's still a pretty juicy... Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I can I'm see very him like of last week. He's, he's yeah. put two really good games together, got a few attacking stats, and now it's just whether he can continue it on and make that cash the same as Talakai, I think. I was looking at him this week, but I don't like the fact of the matchup against the Roosters. But hey, who knows? He could he could drag a try and he could score well. Who knows? Well, well as I said, it would it would only be a stepping stone because yeah. uh, yeah. I want to get a Manu or a uh, Jesse Ramian. 
Yeah. But how do I get to that 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 point? So that's what I'm trying to plan yeah. for. Um, you know, he I, seems, I do. Yeah, he seems to be their go-to guy. Mm. So it's not it's not a, it's not stupid thinking if you, if he's the guy that they're going to in that back line. Like, yeah, he's there. He seems to be their strike center. I didn't know until I watched the game the other day that he's only on loan to the club too. I thought he's signed with them, but apparently he's only on the loan. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other one, exactly the same mould uh, <clears throat> that I sort of had, was Corey Oates. 390k, BE of only four, you know, 40 grand uptake this week. And it's seemingly Reynolds just loves doing set plays down that side, whether it be kicks or set plays, whether it be cut passes, you know, he's, He's favouring. Uh, he, him and Oates definitely got something happening. What about what about the other option in the centres and that of um, Mulatalo or Ramian? Anyone any any interest for either of them? At over six hundred. Well, oh, I don't know. yeah, I didn't know they were that expensive. Yeah, well, Ramian, Ra- Ramian is sick. Ramian's well over six, and wow. Mulatalo is about five. Seventy, okay. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think yeah. they're both six this week. I think, or might be Katoa's the other one that's six, actually. And they Katoa's, play Melbourne, yeah. and they play Melbourne this week too. Mm. Yeah, that's a good matchup for them. They always have a good game against Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, but it's usually a grind. It's not usually an open affair. No, I, well, I what think... about you? What about you, Con? You got any, anything before you go on? Um, no, that's not I think off the top of my head. I think they've all pretty much been covered. What if, what if you hadn't owned Stags yet? If you what? hadn't owned him yet, would you think about getting on? No. Nah. No, not this week. Not when they're playing Panthers. But one game out of five, and their draw hasn't been overly hard to start the season, doesn't say pick me to me. Yeah. No. Oh, he's no good to me. I'm just asking the question because I've, I've read a few articles, or not a, a few posts about people going stag, stags. It's like, well, he's had one game. Yeah. Is that what you want? What's the next game round 10, Mad? <laughs> All right, we'll go on to the holds now. So I've got James Tedesco down as a hold. So 683, 700, black position. Obviously, he's not having his best season. Um, I just think selling him is crazy at the moment, especially with the draw that they've got. Yes, he did score bugger all against the Broncos last week, but he's too good of a player, and he's one of those players that when he gets on a run, if you don't own him, he's going to burn you. Um, he has got a break even 102, which he could easily get against the Warriors. Next three games are Warriors, Dragons, and Dolls. So for me, they're three juicy matchups, in my opinion. And as we discussed earlier, I just think it's crazy to sell him. So um, I know we've already had this discussion, but you guys obviously all agree on that. Yeah, I think he's okay. captain option all three of those weeks. Yeah, yeah, me yeah. too. I'm, I'm going for redemption and putting the straight captaincy on him again this week. So <laughs> I'm going up to it at the moment. <laughs> Love some balls to the wall shit. All right. So we'll go straight to sells then. So obviously the troll Mitchell is a sell um, out for up to eight weeks with an injury. So he's going to sell. Um, now Nano is my next one on my list um, for those who have him. He's up to 457, 200. He's been a good pickup for those that started him. I know I have him and... He's made about 114k so far, but I reckon with a B of 79 and projected to lose about 24k, might be time to look to upgrade him to either um, TPJ or Kamalola, or even downgrade him to Cooler via some jewels if possible. Um, 
few guys agree that he's probably a sell this week. His base isn't exactly great. Seems to be relying, relying on scoring a lot of tries. I never got on because I was never a fan of any of their back rowers. They just seem to be 30 men without um, tries, you know. So, for me, I can't have that in my side. If it, if it was up to me and I had it, I'd get rid of it as quick as I could. Yep, yeah, it's all okay. sound. Yep. All right, so the last one I've got on my cell is Luke Geary. So, 423, 100. Uh, dual 5, 8, 10, pretty, had a pretty average start to the year. He really has. He hasn't scored very well at all. He's only averaging about 36 points, including a 14 against the Broncos last week. Uh, he's got a pre of 71 and projected to lose about 22K. Obviously, a good downgrade or upgrade to the tape or looking up to upgrade to Mitch Moses. Um, yeah, Luke Geary, for me, is definitely a sell. You guys agree on that? Bangor weeks ago. I think it's too late to sell with the run that they've got, or do you hold? No, I'm still pissed them off personally. Yeah, absolutely. Can't have oh, your team in. Yeah, so unless your team's absolutely on fire everywhere else, and you can afford to keep him for them pod weeks, it's waste of four hundred grand. Mm. You know, we're in the we're in the period where you need to be using your money to the best availability you can and having a dude that's 400 grand going backwards isn't the best yeah. for you, you know? If your team's on absolute fire, I think that's even more of a reason to pick him off. Yeah. Especially if you can downgrade him to Blake Tafe and bank 200 and something K as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I've got for sells. Have you guys got anyone else that you think is definitely a sell this week that I might have missed? Well, I would have thrown Waka Blake in, but he's out for a lengthy time. So um, uh, there is quite a few super coaches out there. I think he's about 10% owned at the time. Uh, so Blake is definitely a sell. Uh, I think he's out for about eight weeks himself, if not longer. I would have thrown Dave for feeder in, but everyone saw him last week. Yeah, no, I'm holding. So. <laughs> I'm a holder. I wish I could. I'm a holder. <laughs> the other weird one would be Kickow, in, in my eyes. I had a good look at him, but if you got on him week three, you've made some cash, probably time now to – he's just so up and down. Oh, I don't have him, but you, you, you've you made a good stack of cash. What's a trade worth? Well, he's he made him at least what a trade is worth. I think he's made you about 180 or something, so ditch him. Yeah. He gets you anyone you want, anywhere you want. Yeah. I, and I, obviously, it's obviously it's too expensive to hold on the bench and play on matchups. I think with the way the back row is going this year, I'd keep him. He's going to end up averaging right up there with the rest of them anyway. So, I would well, you wouldn't swap him for an Ike. His run coming up. You He's wouldn't straight swap him. Wouldn't straight swap him for an IPAP or something like that. Who just chugs well, so along every week? Straight swap to IPAP. It's about two hundred thousand odd dollars. But yeah, if you could go to IPAP, he'd be the only one him or us. He's 547,000 at the moment, kick out. Yeah, so you need nearly 300k to go to iPad. Yeah. I don't know. For me, for for the extra, for not even the extra, I'd, I'd look at a Tal Malolo or a TPJ or someone like that instead myself. What about Murray? Oh, Murray too, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I think Murray's a lot more expensive. He's up near 700k too now, isn't he? Yeah, he's up there now, yeah. 
And it deservingly says... Oh, absolutely. absolutely. It's 7.39k now. I can't Murray. Got away fast, eh, Murray? Yeah. We had that, he had that 125, yeah. like, week three, didn't he, or week yeah, two? Yeah, he's just out of reach, unfortunately, at the moment. Yeah. I think well, for that sort of price, you'd be better off going with IPAP, wouldn't you? Well, you could go straight across to, like, Olakuwatu, who is virtually the same player as... Kick out if you know what I mean. He has them low weeks as well. Um, yeah, well I think so, a couple of he's ten k, about ten k cheaper than Cam Murray, and he's dual position too. So I'd probably yeah. go IPAP over Cam Murray. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, IPAP does well, it in base every week, and he's going to jag a trial or two here and there. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we've got for this week for the buy, hold, and sell. Um, don't forget to jump onto the 360 Supercoach website. There's some good articles in there from Berg, Brado, and the other boys from the 360 um, team. So thank you everyone for tuning in, and we'll speak to you next week. Well, right, thanks for that, Con and the boys. Um... Jazzy just throw me on here. I don't really know where we're heading at the moment. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. But uh, I'm going to talk about some trades just off the back of that buy, hold, and sell. And the boys are going to give some opinions on what they're doing and what they're thinking. Who are you trading, boys? Oh, well, I'll be, um, yeah, I've definitely got Grant coming in this week. Uh, um, it's time for Blake Riley. He's, he's made me a bit of cash there, so it's not much of a step up. So, um, probably a week too late. I probably should have got him in last week. But anyway, he's coming in. Cooler will come in for Waka Blake because I was unlucky enough to have him as well. So, um, yeah, Cooler will come in. And, yeah, seriously looking at a, a third one of, of uh, Tom Alalo coming in. He, he really piques my interest there. So, yeah, that's what I'll be doing. Uh, for me, it'll be Cooler will come in uh, for either Andrew Fafita via Jewels or Billy Smith. Just by doing Billy Smith will then give me the option of going uh, Nani from the Cowboys up to Charlie Malolo as well, which I'm also keen on for his dual position and the fact that he plays round 13 too. So that'll be my trade this week, and it's the captaincy Tedesco is getting the armband again this week. Hopefully he, makes, hopefully he wakes up for last week. It's a big, pick. Yeah, it's a big balls move, isn't it, there, right? Eh? 
<laughs> so I'm going to try and get rid of probably Billy Smith to cooler and then upgrade young Maney to Tolmalolo without using a boost again um, and then just play uh, Tolmalolo over Haas this week and have Haas and TPJ in my front row. So that's where I'm going okay as well. TPJ's chugging along pretty well for me. Who do you think is um, the better buyer of the two? They're both duels. They both play round 13. Who do you think is the better buyer out of Tangai and Tolmalolo? Tolmalolo, he does the grunt work that TPJ don't do, man. TPJ needs his offloads. He needs a bit of flair, you know. He has got a bit more busy over the years, but um, I, I still think the ceiling was, I guess, why it took me TPJ to start with because I thought he's just got that ceiling. And if we do start getting some points, hopefully he's like a benefactor of something there. So. Yeah. Clean slate, bro. They got a clean slate. Yeah, they wiped out all the previous suspension. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. is everybody playing uh, Pocket Kings this week, or are we uh, moving Haas, or no one's moving? If, if I play, if I bring him to Malolo, I'll bring him up to the front row, and I'll start him over probably Max, Max King. Yeah, that's the play, I think. you got to yeah. get him in this week. If you're a Haas owner and you can afford to upgrade one of them front rowers to a Tom Malolo, I think that's the play. Even though some of them might have some cash left to make, I think if you've got the cash there, Tom Malolo is only going to go up a little bit more, I think. And um, I just think it's the time to jump on him. Yeah. Yep. Fuck Kings. In saying that, the, King, the Melbourne King seems to just score a try and do some all right shit every now and again. Seems to be when no one plays him, but... Oh, he did said has a pretty bad PPM at times, but then he just seems to jag some shit, like you said. He just seems to get... He's in the right place at the right time. And um, I mean, the other King, Max King, at the Bulldogs, he looks... He's good, but he just... Uh, yeah, he does need minutes. If he gets some minutes, it'll be great. I can't remember the numbers on Josh King, but I was surprised to see him so high up in the pecking order of people trading him in this week too. There's a lot of people trading him in this week, which I don't understand. Yeah, definitely missed the boat. Probably about two weeks too late. Yeah. yeah. This is this is your week to, to free up more money to get to a Lolo or yeah. even a TPJ if you can do it. Like It's just that time. Fuck the King. Yeah. Like no, no offense to the bloke. He, I know he's in a good Melbourne side, but the problem is there's good Melbourne players, and he's not one of them. So he's only getting scraps, you know. Yeah, he hasn't got the ideal base either with Josh King either because I think he played about 60 minutes last week, 55, 60 minutes and scored, I think it was about 60 points, but with a try and a line break, I'm pretty sure too. Yeah, so 30, so, so take out the line break and the try, take out the line break and the try, and that's only about 35 points in 68 minutes, not great. 
Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. yeah. That's why you got to... he's definitely not trading this week. Nah. Who are you doing trades, Con? Or are you hanging on? Yeah. Well, if you're lucky that it's one of them positions where it's like you're only 20 points behind, you know what I mean? 30 or 40 of half of the good week. Yeah, so it's, not, it's not a big drop. And how's all our rankings going this week at the moment, boys? Where are we at, where are we at rank wise? I know I'm not doing great. I have a sting draw. I got 989 with Teddy's captain. I'm dropped down to 36,429. Oh, I'm 17,000 and something. And I'm worse than all of you. <laughs> yeah. Jazzy, Jazzy's probably beating all of us. Or, or fucking... Um, his missus. Is he? Lewis, Lewis is smashing all of us, I think, but... What's uh what trades you doing this week, Lewis? I um I'm considering putting all balls in. Going petty to taff. Wait, let me explain. Let me explain. Petty to taff. Coats to Manu. CHM to Curran, which then leaves me enough cash next week to go get into Heinz and still have 50 plus K in the bank. Oh, of yeah. 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 Uh, play uh, Hines down to fullback or well, got Pat as well as fullback. Play Hines down back to fullback and then get in I don't know, if someone else at halfback, but yeah. Yeah, that's my plan at the moment. If it all goes Yeah, I don't ha- I don't hate it. I mean he's got a plan in place. He's not just bringing safe in for the hell of it and he's got a plan in place. I don't I don't mind it. I was you know how I think about selling Teddy. You know my thought on it, but I look. I, yeah, I don't. I don't hate I'm, it. I'm the same about selling Teddy. I've always been. You know, he's a gun. You know, don't sell him. But I mean, if if it gives me the option to bring him Hines, who admittedly he is doing better than Teddy this year. Let's be honest. Um, and he's got he's got a break even of 94 uh, this round, Hines. Will he hit it against Storm? I don't think so. They might drop a bit of cash, uh, which means that potentially I could have, after doing all that, still could have 100k in the bank. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, my. Yeah. I'm considering putting the C on I think Nico. Against the Warriors. I think Nico. Sorry. I think Nico. I think Nico can go okay against Melbourne with Fanukan. 
They know all the weaknesses. They know all the plays. They know just about everything going on there. Mm. Yeah, I reckon he'll get 25 this week, Nico. There you go. Fucking hope so, I'm a non-owner. I was fucking spewing on the weekend. He just breathed and they gave him points. I swear to fucking God. He's, uh, he's taken over Tedesco as the new unicorn on Supercoach. I was fucking hound. I thought he, he didn't even do anything. He, oh, lost, man, that that he lost that try assist, which they gave to Raymond, which he should have got in the first place and still scored more points after they took the try assist off him. Yeah. Well, if you want to talk about unicorn points, how the hell does Fafita, who I own oh, Fafita, don't, don't. Like, how the hell does he get 100-odd points? Like, where he upgraded 30 points. I think he thoroughly deserved him. They were from last week or the week before. <laughs> yeah, as, as an owner, I can vouch for that. I'm presuming, I'm presuming it's thanks to still must own him and just want some points back redemption or something. Oh, um, man, so. that was that was so weird, an uh, upgrade of 30-odd points. And, you know, he gets over 100 points. I can't. I can only remember one big run, which is a sensational run that led to a try. But where on earth? Would, I, I can't remember any other involvement. Yeah. Before I tackle bus in that run, it was beautiful. <laughs> still reckon it was. It was. Yeah. I still reckon the team was on the line. <laughs> <laughs> just an old non-self. Non- <laughs> <laughs> well, rankings before my son's coming about 450th. Oh, How embarrassing is that? Right? And I'm not even – and all he ever does is listen to the pod or listen to what I say and just puts that shit in, right, and gets the right captain every week, and, he, and yeah. he's, in, he's inside the top 1,000. You know what the problem is, Brad? You get PPM articles, but you never, fo- you, never, you never follow anything that you mention on it. No, no, I should have Campbell Graham. I mentioned him when he was yeah. about 400,000. Yeah. Christ, well, I should have him in there. You know what yeah. it is? You do the article and think, fuck, now, and it fucks you. Yeah. Yeah. Con used to do it. Con will give you, Con tell you all the mad players and then he'll not get them himself. Doing it. Cheers, bro. All right, folks. Thanks, Thanks all, right. all up, boys. All right. Gentlemen. The next week. See ya. Peace. Technical issues. Um, so, what I was saying. Um, is that I'm going to go ballsy with my trades this week. I'm going to use another boost. I'm going Teddy to... Um, Taff. Teddy to Taff. Thanks, Con. Teddy to Taff. Um, that will free up money for me to then go to Manu through Coates and then also uh, CHN to Curran. Uh, and with that, should leave me... Leaves me, I think, two seventy k in the bank, which then next week um, I'll then go from Dearden to Hines and still have at least fifty k in the bank for the following week. Um, so th- those are my trades. Con, did you want to say yours? Um, I think I mentioned before. I'm just doing the call trade at the moment, so um, yeah, that'll probably just be me at the minute. Jazzy, what's your thoughts this week, mate? Uh, well, I was actually listening to that and it got me a thanking and 
I've just managed to turn. Uh, I've went Connor Watson to Yo, uh, which you said you weren't sort of stoked on, but I just can't see many people at that price point. Um, I don't want to use another trade to trade Ola Kawa to someone sideways um, for bigger upside. Uh, so I went Teddy out, Nico Hines into fullback. And I nuffed uh, Billy Smith to do it because I don't want him sitting in my side as dead weight at this point. I want as many points as possible. So if it makes that trade possible, it's worth it. So you traded Teddy to Hines? Yeah. Mm, big call. He's averaging way more. I mean, I expect Teddy to click into gear, but my other fullbacks, perhaps. I wouldn't mind having him and Cleary at half, but the idea would be to work back to that. I think Teddy might lose a bit more cash before he clicks back in, you know, hard. So, see what happens. What do you reckon? Am I crazy? No, I think you're crazy. I think the Roosters are only going to get better, and Teddy could score 500 points over the next three weeks. See, I thought that, and then I looked at the Sharks draw, and I realised that Nico's... His run doesn't look like it's coming to an end anytime soon. Like he's got a sweet draw. Storm's one of the only decent teams he plays in the next sort of six weeks, eight weeks. It's pretty hectic, and I don't know if he's going to get Origin being a half now. I mean, we know he can play fullback, so he could probably play in the centres and stuff like that, um, especially with the trail out. But nah, his only chance at Origin's fourteen. Yeah, well, there you go. It was a forty. Yeah, but Papi might get that walk up start now. Yeah, Tim Paps or Cody Walker. For the 14, I think. You don't, rec- you don't reckon Paps gets the walk-up start into the trail spot? No, definitely not. No, he wants like a proper defensive centre. No, I, th- I, I personally think Campbell Graham yeah. will get the centre spot. Oh, all right. Cool. I'm excited for Origin. I can't wait, to be honest. Such good games of footy. Um, <clears throat> well, thank you very, very much to Brad Smith, Ross Mann and Bergs for making some time to be able to... Uh, Jump in there and have a bit of a chat to us about uh, buy, hold, sales, trades, the team list, uh, PPM, and absolutely everything else. I hope you guys learned something. Um, so what we do want to do tonight, though, is we want to be able to go over some questions. So I'm just going to pull out some of the Facebook questions here. You got something there, Louis? Alrighty, Adrianosaurus. Yeah. What's going on, Ado? How you doing, bro? Uh, he wants to know, Haas to IPAP, if Haas is out for two weeks. Well, he's not. He's only out for one. Um, and then upgrade a cow back to Haas when he returns. I mean, that feels sideways for me, especially with Haas only being out for one week. But get IPAP for sure. Thoughts gone? Yeah, well, it's mid point, I guess, because Haas only out for a week, so. Yep, all right. Jesse Budgeon, Teddy to Mitch Moses via Hines. I'm guessing that's Hines down to fullback. Or Teddy to Taff and Haas to IPAP. Oh, oh you're thinking about it because of IPAP, eh? No, I'm just thinking about I'm not the biggest fan of either of those, to be honest with you. Really? I mean, Moses has got to be one of the highest averaging halfbacks behind Hines. Uh, and that this way you can have them both in your team. I you understand know, that, but it's at the expense of Teddy. Yeah, but the only fullback to set the world on fire so far has been Papi once. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just, I don't like, I don't like it. What about Hines at fullback? I, I think Teddy's gonna straight Teddy to Hines. Come on, very soon. Yeah, yeah. I would be trading Teddy for anything. Are you holding on to the past? That's my question because I've been Possibly. waiting for Teddy to switch on for weeks, and I'm still not seeing it really click. 
Possibly, you make a good point there. It might be sentiment that keeps me in my team, but I'm backing him. Uh, Captaining him this week. Oh, yeah. See, I did it last week. Burned. Uh, and the week before. Burned. Uh, Justin Askew, save Nanai, uh, sell Nanai or save trades? Is Nanai juiced up? Ready to yeah, I think, I think you got to yeah. flick him. Yeah, yeah get rid make of the him, cash yeah. while you can. Get rid of him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, Alex Sova. As a non-Nico owner, I'm really wanting to bring him in. Probably have to sacrifice Teddy to do it. Um, is he a must or should I have to? Should I wait a bit more? Well, Con's not on it. I am. Um, and Lewis is selling him to Taff, so he's aboard the yeah. selling Teddy train, I guess. Yeah, uh, just uh, the draw that um, Hines has coming up. It just if you don't get on, I feel like if you don't get on, um, if you don't get on Hines by the end of this weekend. Uh, sorry, by the start of next next round, I I think you'll struggle to get him in. I think you'll be scoring high points every single week. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, Alex also wants to shout out his mate Kieran Myler, um, who apparently is the better super coach legend. Uh, Wade Murphy, Billy Smith playing for the Roosters. Not that it looks like Bud Barry McCormick looking to trade Ilias to Cody to give me four gun halves. My question, Cody, has Cody been playing injured or is he just not fit? Doesn't seem interested. I'm af- uh, not afraid of his big break even as I think it could be a massive pod with Luttrell out. Well, what do you reckon? Being the well, South man, Louis? To be honest, I, I wouldn't go Cody. As much as... Well, look, last week they played Dragons. And you would think that a player like Cody would tear up the Dragons. Like... The, He's been controlling the team. He's been doing most of the running compared to Ilias. Um, but he scored 10. In 80 minutes, he scored 10 points. And I think there was one, he had one game where he scored 59 against, uh, I can't remember off the top of my head who it was, um, but that's his highest score so far. Yeah. He's, yeah, I'm sorry. for How much more cash do you lose this week? Do you know? Well, my my biggest thing is South have scored 15 tries this year and he's had a hand in none. When last year, I think he had a hand in almost 50% of their tries. So that's very worrisome. I I think it's all the above. I think he's disinterested. I think he might be playing a bit interested. I think uh, disinterested, uh, injured, sorry. I think the Bennett factor is a big one. I think A-Ray is a big one. I think there's a lot of contributing factors to why Cody's playing like a busted, you know what? Yeah. yeah. Damn. Well, well he mean- lost, sorry, he lost 48.6K last week. Um, in total, he's lost over 200,000 and he's got a break even, break even of 109 this week. So he's set to drop even lower. Yeah. I thought he was juicy at 550 last week. At this <clears> rate, <throat> he'll be at 450 in a few weeks. Mm. Damn, Cody. Brutal. Well, yeah. I wouldn't be jumping I mean, on Cody Walker. I mean, I know there's the whole thing of it doesn't matter about money, but it does. If he's going to get you garbage points and you're going to be able to get him cheaper in a few weeks, look, if you believe, I know their draws are opening up, but... Well, when when he's leaking cash like that and you want to jump, you want to at least see a little bit of a turnaround form, like at least one game where he sets mm-hmm. up two tries or something, they'll see our start to look a little bit better. What's it? Maybe they're looking to jump on. Who are the Rabbits playing this week? Bulldogs. They got Bulldogs this week. And Bulldogs haven't actually been letting in a heap of points, like, except against no. the Storm. Dragons were the worst defensive team in the comp coming into last weekend, and like Louis said, he scored a 10. 
Mm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'd, I'd be staying away from it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if I'd classify Cody as a gun half. Who would you be? Do you have a fourth gun half? I wouldn't take him out of the gun category just yet. But, yeah, you'd want to see Mass turn around form. Yeah. Uh, okay, Matty Mehag. Boys, do you think Cotter is a decent option? Uh, is it too late on Josh King? Thinking Teddy to Moses first, first and foremost. So let's pick that apart in three parts. Teddy to Moses. Well, you know my thoughts on trading Teddy. Yeah, so you, yeah, you're, you're a no. Would you do Teddy to Moses or would you only do Teddy to Hines? No, I'd only do Teddy. I'd probably go Teddy to Hines if I'm going to do that. I think Moses is a bit of a sideway, sideways trade um, with that one. Yeah, all right. Um, Cotter is a decent option. Not on the bench this week, I wouldn't imagine. Yeah, being demoted for Carlton Hess this week. I don't see the appeal again. All right, and is it too late for Josh King? I think so. Yes. Yeah? Yep. All aboard the Joe King train. Uh, no, get off, get off. What are we talking about? Matty Drew, uh, how early do you start to look at Nuffs to cut the dead weight to get to your final 20? I.e. Randall, Nanai, Ilias, Schneider, Kings, and the likes. At what point do you choose points over money? Yeah, I mean, it's a tough one. I, it, look, I mean, I, I did one today. Like I said, I, I, I nuffed one today. Um, just to give me that little bit of cash to pull in someone like Nico, who's just complete X Factor and could be the game changer this year. Um I don't think you really want to be carrying more than two nuts through the buy period because it's going to be really hard to field teams. Yeah, well, that's it. Look, I'm, I'm not planning on getting rid of the Schneiders, the Kings, anything like that. A lot of them are buy coverage as well, to be honest, especially first buy. Um, Randall, I mean, yeah, I can I can see what you're talking about, about dead weight. I'm still hoping he comes good and, and we see a few more. But, yeah, if he get dropped, then he's got to go. But at the moment, while he's still got the spot, I'm hoping one day he just fires up. Um, see how we go. Chris Irwin says, let's hope the non-wish version of Bergs gets a run on Parramatta's left wing. Don't think that happened. Chris Irwin, nope. Nanai's a corner, no 457. Break even, 79. Best options. Um, Chris, man, if you want to write articles, just write articles, bro. Um, Jared Watson, I have too many problems of players peaked. Who do I prioritize getting rid of? Hiku, Alicia Katoa, Momasia, Hold, Wilton, and Butcher. Um, what do you reckon? Like, who does he prioritize out of those five to get rid of? Probably Katoa for me. Yeah. And then Momasia, Hiku, probably Hiku, because he can still go down, can't he? Momasia at least is out for a little while. No, is Momasia back? I'm thinking Dom Young's out for a few weeks. I don't think Mama C got named, and I think Clemmer came in and took his spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, Mama C wasn't. So, wasn't yeah, so Mama C can stay there because he's not going to lose your cash where the other four are. All right. Um, Chris Prince, how long do you guys get the call up to the big time like the Supercoach Experience boys last week? We're just waiting for the phone to ring. We just think that Sangster must have lost our number or something. Um, <laughs> Lake and Ledden says, who would you trade out for Taff out of Teddy or Papi? Oh, Definitely not Paps. Nah, no. I can't believe you're considering Paps. No. You can't get rid of him. But 
Teddy for Taff. I mean, look, we got one on each side of the fence here, so he's hoping the earlier segments really helped you make up your mind because we're not doing it at this point. Wade Murphy, uh, at the start of the year, a lot of people were just playing Hines at halfback. Just wondering, is it better playing him at fullback now, but having the dilemma of choosing him or Pops as a captain? And that's the dilemma I'm now going to be faced with. Do I go the relatively safe options of Hines or do I go the high ceiling version? I'm, I'm not... If you put him at fullback, you lose that ability to choose. Um, so having him in the halves would be great. But then, to be honest, you just end up faced with the same conundrum against him and Nath. So either way, you're going to be stuck between a rock and a hard place. I think you're going to be battling that all year, um, especially if he keeps his form up. Yeah, well, that's it. I think either position you have him at, I'm assuming he's going to be trading him in for Moses to bring Moses in at halfback. Yeah. And you're obviously bringing in Moses because you think he's going to score your points, make you cash, I guess, too. But he could be a captain option for you at the same time, I guess. I know a lot of people think about going that way this weekend. Yeah, well, that's it. It's like, yeah, do you go Do you go Hines? Do you go Pappy? Do you go both? You know. Moses against the Tigers this weekend is pretty juicy. Mo- yeah, well, anyway. Well, I mean, Tigers have a new look lineup this week. They've uh, cut some of the dead weight. They've shed some it's- of the... They've cut the grass. It's different to last weekend, but they're bringing back in players like Dane Laurie, Jimmy the Jet, and stuff like that. So hey, it's not a new look lineup per se. Paper planes coming all the way back in. Yeah, but I mean, isn't Jackson Hastings back this week? Yes, he is. And he's going to be playing halfback. Luke Brooks going to five eighth. I mean, so now what? Brooks is fighting it out for Dewey when Dewey gets back in a few weeks. He's expected mid season, isn't he? Mm. Brooks is gone, I think. I said at the start of the year, once Dewey's fit, Brooks is gone. Yeah, I mean, look, given what I'm saying out there, mind you, there's a, I, t- I talked to some Tigers fans the other day and they got right up me for even suggesting it. So, Well, the Brooks goes. Yeah, the Brooks goes. Apparently he's a legend and he saves tries each week. Saving a try is a good score and a try, mate. Um, Darren Carter says, Manu for Teddy. I was considering the same option to give me the money to bring Hines in at halfback. What do you reckon, Con? He's going to play a fullback through Origin. Yeah, well, I've, I've said my piece on Teddy. Plays the first buy. Yeah, but if you could get him Manu in that position, or would you only bring in Manu in the centres? Or are you not bringing in Manu because you're stubborn? I, I, I said bring in Manu last week. Good. But I, I just wouldn't trade Teddy for anyone. I just wouldn't do it. And I'm not going to. Oh, I think we've heard his feelings. Brad Smith says, can NRL clubs use ground security guards as their 18th men? I mean, judging by the performance we saw on the weekend, yes. Well, they should be allowed to. Like, only in HIA or foul play circumstances, though, of course. I didn't like it. Oh, what? Which one? Maybe the old mate smashed the Sheila. Oh, come on. He didn't smash the Sheila. She's fine. It's been pissing down rain up there. Those things are like falling If she wasn't blind, rotten drunk, she probably would have been hurt. But it was, she was blind, rotten, yeah. drunk, and she's even come out and said it's her own fault, and the guy doesn't deserve oh, to get in trouble. Absolutely, it's her own fault. But she he didn't have to there. do that. Do it like that. Well, I mean, he did because how else yeah, is he, he going to do it? Judging by someone who's been in that similar situation, they don't have to do it like that. But well, but anyway, I mean, at least they didn't tackle her onto the stairs. You know what I mean? Concrete stairs at, at uh, Bank yeah. West. Right. So yeah. Look, what about the other one? The other two? 
during the Tigers game. Well, I can't believe old mate got so close to the players in the Tigers game with a flare. That's just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, well, how about, I mean, the chick got pretty close too. Yeah, but she she wasn't going to be any harm, obviously. Oh, old yeah. mate carrying a flare is a bit of a red flag, I think. Well, I mean, he was literally wearing a red flag too, so. Well, there you go. You know. But yeah, uh, anyway. Seems to be a bit of a weird weekend. All right, what have we got on the live over here, Lewis? Okay, uh, let's have a look. Um, Lance George, I'm a Tigers fan, and Brooks has got to go. Ten years, no rep footy, no finals, and next year on 1.1 mil for a dud. Dud, Yeah, I agree. I don't I don't know why he's... Well, they've still got him around for so long. I mean, each year I feel like any of, any of my Tigers might say, oh, this is Brooks' year. This is year. <laughs> yeah, they're like Parramatta fans. Let's not do it. Shannon Pinkowski says, Lewis swinging that big dick. Uh, <laughs> Matty Drew says, Hines a must no matter where you get him. Worst case, sell your half and flick him up to get a fullback. Um, Jared Watson, Michael's echoing. Oh, shit. Sorry, buddy. Um, I, I, that would I have been when playing the video. I to fix it tonight, to be honest. Um, I reckon that was when we were playing a video and I was playing on Louis' computer. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, Chris Maxfield says, oh, wait, you've moved questions. Says, I was on Haas, but when I, uh, when it was two weeks, but one week, no way. Um, what? Oh, as in on selling Haas. Yeah. All right. Tim O'Connor at 52,000th. Is it time to start getting ready for the horse racing season? Yes. Uh, Trey Wheelhouse, Teddy to Taff, JTB to IPAP. I imagine you're financing that with Teddy to Taff. Now, I mean, am I just literally flogging a dead horse? Broken record here? What's going on? Fill me in. Just you. You see me reading the question. I, 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 re- I honestly can see the appeal in every single one of these: the Teddy to Taff, Teddy to Manu, Teddy to Hines, Teddy to Moses. I can in every single one of them. I can. But you don't sell a gun or you don't sell a teddy? I'm not selling teddy. Is it just because it's your beloved teddy and you're like a six-year-old and you just don't want to let your teddy go? You just love him? It's, it is it is highly possible. But I'm, I'm hanging on. I'm backing him to out average. Are you every, taking your every, teddy to school, Con? Are I'm, you that I'm, kid? I'm backing teddy to out average every single one of them players that they're talking about trading me out for come origin time. You're going to leave your teddy at home like a big boy? He's staying. He's my captain. All right. Oh, captain, my captain. Fair enough. Chris Maxfield, why get Nico this week when he has a high break even and is facing Melbourne? Because uh, if anyone's going to do anything in that side, still him. Like, wh- wh- who else is getting through? Mulasalo off something he sets up. It's about it. You know what I mean? Like, Talakai. Is it going to be Talakai one-on-one against Justin Olam? Because, oh, that's going to look good. But my money's on Olam, really. Dude's so strong. Um, yeah. It won't be. They'll be playing opposite sides, unfortunately. Ah, oh, spewing. But, yeah, well, that that's, makes a very good point. But, like, is Nico going to score? He's not going to hit his break even more than likely against Storm 94. Is he going to score enough points to justify bringing him in with that loss of cash? Or is Teddy against the Warriors and that little bit of loss of cash and the more points they're going to be worthwhile to you? Con, we're now approaching round six. 
I have waited five weeks for Teddy. I understand to do it. Something. Right. So who who scores more this weekend? Nico against the Storm I or Teddy think, against the Warriors? I didn't think that Nico was going to average a hundred. I get that, but I just really go, didn't. Going off what we've seen, who scores more next week or this week? Teddy or Nico? Given what I've seen on the actual field, Nico. Okay. Well, then do the Teddy to Nico trade. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. What else we got on there? Hey, lads. Uh, Jesse Budgen. Uh, hey, lads. Do you think Xavier Savage on the bench is worrying as a Tomoko owner? As a Tomoko owner. Um, as Tomoko seems like he's nursing an injury. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. How's their fullback spot looked the last couple of weeks? No, he's played center Tomoko. He's injured. I think Savage and Croker are both named in the extended squad. So Yeah, so it could just be smoke and mirrors. I wouldn't be surprised to see either of those take Tomoko's spot. Matty Drew reckons put the hour on him and watch the late mail. Um, where are you going, buddy? You're moving so quick. This makes for great listening. Uh, Jared Watson says, I rage traded DeFi for Talakai last week. Semi-regret. Fafita is lazy and needs to involve himself, but Talakai is a nice cash grab. Well, I mean, to be honest, DeFi gets left out of the expansive Titans football um, by his halves and his spine. And when they eventually get tired of doing shit, and there's literally no one there in dummy half to even pick the ball up. Defee strolls in, busts four tackles, scores a try, and stays in touch in one of the most incredible fashions I think I've ever seen. To, like, some part of his body should have gone over that line. That was impressive. Like, that whole play was just impressive. And, yeah, I think they just got to get the ball to Defee, get good ball to Defee more. I mean, I was watching that game in such frustration, watching him just get hammered by three defenders every time. Because every time they tried to get the ball to him was only when their expansive football didn't work. Um, and he just, you know, was pretty much there to just take a tackle and just not gain a single meter as a result. Until eventually he just went, yeah, well, I'll just take like, you know, 40 or 50 now. Uh, a few tackle busts, you know, try a line break, whatever. Just strolling. Um, give him the ball. What are you doing? Give him the ball more often. It's crazy. Uh, Matty Drew. Haas was a sell, two suspension, freeze. Oh, cash for two weeks. Jules can cover them. Yeah, that's irrelevant because um, he's only suspended for one. Oh, I think you got to go through them slower. I don't know how you read that fast, man. Are you a machine? Wow, Shannon Vinkowski. I'm sorry about what Staggs did to you. I've heard that he's done it to a few people within the club, though. So do you work for the Broncos? You got nothing else on the... No, I think that's actually about it, to be honest. Well, we don't, I don't know. Matty Drew, Teddy to no one if he started. I avoided, but no one else lighting it up up there, and I think he said it a few times. Nico will score points for flicking his hair. Unicorn points every day from Scott Smith. He doesn't sound dirty on that. Hey, Scott Smith, when is Suwali playing? We're all, we're all, you know... Yeah, he said four weeks last week. He did, actually. Kick kick out of Murray 
From uh, who's that? You and Jackson. You and Jackson. Yeah, there's uh, someone else up a little bit further up was suggesting go to Kalamatangi at 150k cheaper than Murray. Kalamatangi's not playing Origin, eh? No, he won't. No. But no, because put- Murray's pumping out heaps better scores and a lot safer, I think. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. So you'd fork a lot, out the extra- lot more expensive too. That's it. You'd fork out the extra 150k, or you'd sideways kick out of Murray uh, to Kalamatangi. Well, they. Coming to this point of the season, mostly there's a reason why players are priced while they're priced there. It's because they're either scoring the same as the person that you trade them to at the same price, or you trade them up to someone $200,000 more because they're smashing them by 15, 20 points in average. Yeah, fair call. All right. Um, Defi got stamina, 20 minutes left by doing nothing for 60 minutes leading up to it. Um, that's a good point, Matty. He reckons Captain IPAP all the way. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to afford him. He's a little bit pricey for me at the moment. I didn't go for super premium. I went guns, but I didn't go super premium throughout the guns uh, when I started my year. So I was looking for people to juice up. And a few of them are, a few people, well, a couple of people have had to move on. Not a whole bunch yet, so I'm cheering. Uh, I think that's actually about it for questions. Do we have any more there? No? Not that I can see. No, that's it. I can't see any others there either. Uh, well, mate, we pumped through that. I say that. Probably still took us an hour and a half. You got anything else there, Con? Um, no, nah, no, nah, that's about it for me. Thank you for listening. I just want to do the regular shout-outs. want to say good day to everyone in the Supercoach Hub Discord. Uh, link is in the description to them. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel. Uh, and, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Totally addicted to Supercoach. Ross Mann, Brad Smith, uh, Timmy O, who hasn't been on for a couple of weeks, but I know he's busy at the moment. Um, Dan Hand, we miss you, buddy. Um, Con, for being here tonight. Um, I want to say a massive shout out to Reggie. Get better soon, buddy. Um, yeah. Yeah, and Caitlin with the food poisoning and everyone in Berg's household. Indeed. He's obvious. hoping everyone's okay over there. Berg sounds like he's having a, a, uh, an absolute great old time. Well, so, he's just updated me. He's in Mount Druid Hospital at the moment. So Is he? Oh, shit. All to right. your buddy. He's hoping they are. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Have a good night. Peace. Stay coaching, coaches. 